Much like how each and every one of us will experience our own unique crypto journey, each and every one of us will also experience our own unique journey to becoming a millionaire and beyond. Hello, I'm Crypto Casey, and in this video, we are going to explore life experiences and lessons I learned that helped me on my journey to achieving wealth. Please be sure to check out our sponsors, Unstoppable Domains, Masterworks, and Proton. Secure your unique human-readable Web3 domain like Casey.Wallet for your own personal brand, business, or business idea with Unstoppable Domains. Increase and preserve wealth by diversifying your investment portfolio with shares of iconic works of art using the link below to skip the waitlist for Masterworks. And protect yourself for free by securing a free encrypted email address with Proton. And more on them in a bit. Awesome. Let's do a deep dive into experiences I attribute to my financial success. Throughout this video, you will recognize how important compression of learning new things and experiences over time are to becoming successful and wealthy. As a kid, I moved around a lot, basically every four years, new house, new city, new school, new friends. So a lesson I learned early on is to expect change and adapt quickly. Around 10 and 11 years old, I got into playing certain computer strategy games that allowed me to develop concepts about economics and business early on. They were Stronghold Crusader, Rollercoaster Tycoon, and Zoo Tycoon. These games were amazing at developing a fundamental understanding of how pretty much everything in the world works, like civilizations, kingdoms, businesses, taking calculated risks, consequences of actions, etc. So whether it's through computer strategy games, watching YouTube videos, or reading books, it's definitely worth taking time to learn about business and economics. Cool. During that time, I remember the moment I knew I had to get rich. I slept on this blow-up pool floaty for over a year in a room I shared with both my brother and my mother living at my grandparents' house. The lesson here, get motivated. Nothing motivates you like never wanting to live with your grandparents in a room you share with your brother and mother sleeping on a pool floaty because you're broke. Also around that time, I experienced my first true love, paintball. I started playing paintball and eventually joined a paintball team. And if you've never played paintball or really gotten obsessed with paintball, it is a pretty expensive hobby. So being broke was not working out for me. At 12 years old, I started working doing anything I could to make some cash to fund my paintball addiction. Maybe this was more of an element of my personality, but not once do I recall thinking, oh man, my family can't afford paintball. This sucks. I guess I just have to complain about being poor, cry myself to sleep, and have people feel sorry for me because I can't play paintball. I've never let my family's financial situation deter me from anything, and I've never been the type to ruminate over problems. If there's a problem, I automatically go into problem-solving mode. And this was the first time I kind of became aware of money and how it's used as a tool to get what you want and do what you want. So when I became aware that my family didn't have money to play paintball, I started trying to figure out how I could make money to play paintball. I washed cars, mowed lawns, trimmed trees, weed-eated, cleaned pools, cleaned houses, and at the time my uncle had a hog farm, so I also started working at the hog farm. Lessons learned here, be resourceful and solution-oriented. Sweet. At the height of my paintball days, when we were playing tournaments, I would borrow one of my teammates' markers, which was a Nerve Shocker with a Halo Hopper and Pure Energy Compressed Air Tank. This was a really nice setup, but super expensive. And I had to use it to be competitive in tournaments because all I had was this lame Spider Phoenix with a View Loader Evolution Hopper and an unbranded CO2 tank. If you were into paintball back in the day, you know how vastly different these setups are for tournament play. So I started searching for a paintball gun I wanted to buy, and when I found this thing, I had to have it. Behold, the Octane Shocker in burnt orange. It cost $1,000 just for the marker. No hopper or tank. And this was back in circa 2004-ish. So yeah, it was not cheap and I had really never seen so many zeros in my life. 
I could not conceptualize or fathom how on earth I was going to get this much money in a reasonable time frame as a 12 or 13 year old. Lesson here, create goals and go after them relentlessly. And this is where the hog farm work experience paid off because it's how I discovered the concept of raising hogs to auction at county fairs. How it works is every year around October, November, you buy a 50 pound feeder pig for a couple hundred bucks. You feed and take care of it for a couple of months until the fair happens in February and you auction it off for a couple thousand dollars. And this is how I became aware of a fundamental aspect of finance and wealth building. ROI, or return on investment. I can't remember the exact cost, but let's just say a pig plus food and shelter sets you back maybe $500 over a few months. And at auction, you could get an average of maybe about $2,000 or more. Some of these hogs auction for tens of thousands of dollars, depending on who you knew, or if your hog placed for being physically exceptional. So this was my Eureka moment. I could get that octane shocker money in just a few months time. And an additional lesson learned was economies of scale. Basically all my cousins decided to do it too, so we all built a pen for our hogs, bought feed in bulk, split all the costs, so input costs were lower, and we could trade off on responsibilities like feeding and overall maintenance stuff, spending less time on the investment than if we did it solo by ourselves. Lesson here, power of efficiency and working smarter, not harder. In the end, the auction process is sad, don't really recommend it for everybody, but I did get the money I needed for the paintball gun, but didn't end up buying it because my team disbanded, I started high school, and just didn't really have time to play anymore. And before diving into the high school chapter, let's take a moment to learn about the importance and benefits of setting up a completely new, free, separate email account using a handle we've never used before anywhere else with encrypted mail services provided by Proton to use exclusively for managing accounts associated with our crypto investments. Proton's encrypted email services prioritize privacy and security, which will protect you from potential scammers or hackers from one, breaching the account, and two, if they are able to reset the password, all the previous emails are encrypted, meaning they wouldn't be able to see them. Because hackers will try to access an email account to see what other financial services you use in order to target those to try to gain access as well. Proton uses open source independently audited end-to-end -end encryption and zero access encryption to secure all of the information and data in your emails. And a free email account with Proton keeps all of your communication and conversations private. So if you decide to create a new email address, I highly suggest checking out Proton because they prioritize security and privacy and they also offer services to protect our core account privacy with file storage, calendar, and VPN options. Be sure to scroll down and use the link to the correct and official site below, as well as redeem any special offers they have running. Nice. High school is when I realized that whatever I did over the next four years would have an extremely profound effect on my future and ability to generate wealth from the perspective of grade point average, test scores like SET and ACT, extracurriculars like sports, clubs, etc all in an effort to get into a great college with the hopes of getting a great job or repeating the process all over again to get into a great law school. Lessons here, planning and discipline. Cool. When I was old enough to get a legitimate job, I definitely needed to work in order to pay for things I needed like clothes, gas, etc. So the day I turned 16, I got a job and from there I was always employed because of the next aspect I think is important to becoming extremely wealthy, having no safety net and relying only on yourself. And by no safety net, I mean, it got to the point where my parents asked me for money to put gas in their cars, to go to their jobs, and for lunch money for my younger brother so they could eat at school. And at one point, in addition to my parents, brothers, and myself living in a double-wide trailer, due to hard times, my aunt, uncle, and two kids moved in and were living with us for a while. During this time, I basically went to school, taking all AP and dual enrollment classes all day and working all night. From age 15 to 18 were not fun times, but the experiences and lessons I learned were worth every moment of it. I have zero regret and wouldn't change a thing. Lesson learned here. 
stay focused with strong resolve when facing adversity. And when faced with all these problems that were out of my control and I couldn't really solve, I stumbled across ideas and concepts that completely changed the way I think about reality and life. We didn't have cable TV or anything, so when I had spare time at home, I surfed the internet and would go sometimes down interesting rabbit holes, one of which was quantum physics. Basically, this created the foundation upon which I started building and continue to build experience and understanding that our attitudes, minds, and actions are powerful, they all have energy associated with them, and ultimately, we can use them to manifest our reality. We have explored some wealth mindset topics together on the channel before, so feel free to check them out by using the link above. Lesson learned here. Be grateful. Protect yourself from negative energy. Focus on things only within your control and practice mindfulness as it will play a huge role in how your reality and life manifests in the physical world. Nice. I also became very interested in psychology. So I started taking all types of personality tests, learning style assessments, and investing a lot of time in learning more about myself, understanding my behavior, my preferences, my likes and dislikes, and similar. Understanding ourselves helps us in so many facets of life, from friendships, relationships, personal decisions, professional decisions, and more. Lesson here, invest in learning about yourself. Sweet. Since my family was financially unstable, I also became interested in personal finance and started learning about how credit scores work, how banks and money work, the right way to use credit cards, and all kinds of similar stuff. So when I turned 18, I got a credit card, started using less than 10% of it, and paying it all off every month to start building my credit score, and I took out a $600 personal loan to buy a laptop for college to pay in full over a 12-month period to further fortify my credit score. Lesson here, invest in learning about personal finance. Amazing. After high school, I went to college and started out as an English major because that major usually scored the highest on the LSAT and I wanted to go to law school at the time. However, after a couple of classes where we literally just read ancient poems and talked about how we felt about them, I decided I wasn't going to spend $50,000 on a degree where the only options afterwards were becoming a teacher or going to law school. So I switched to finance because it seemed like it would be the most useful as everything is essentially a business and finance is everything. In the program, I learned about how the Federal Reserve, US Treasury, banks, bonds, stocks, businesses, debt and money works, monetary policy, economics, time value of money, opportunity costs, sunk costs, accounting, and pretty much everything about traditional finance. Lesson learned here, be agile and keep your options open. Cool. The next series of events I attribute to my success involve learning and mastering lots of diverse skills over a long period of time through jobs, work, and other types of experiences. In college, I joined the crew team or rowing team as a coxswain. At first, I didn't really know what I was getting into and just joined because a friend said it was fun and they needed a coxswain. So after joining, I decided to look up videos about what coxswains do and was terrified. I had no idea. It involved coaching on the water, being pretty loud, yelling at people, while also being in charge of maneuvering vessels that cost tens of thousands of dollars. But I accepted the challenge, learned how to do everything, and became actually quite good, going from being the coxswain for the novice boys team to the varsity girls team in just a few months. Lesson learned, get out of your comfort zone and build confidence. Nice. Also in college, I worked at a software company where I learned bookkeeping, how to use accounting software like QuickBooks, how to run payroll, some coding, how software, hardware, servers, and databases interact with each other. And I created software navigation manuals clients could provide to people that would be using the software we designed. After about a year, I transferred colleges and started working for a professional speaker. Here I learned about cameras, filming, video editing, NLP or neuro-linguistic programming, how to use Mac computers, how to dial out of the country and make international calls, how to book hotels, flights, make travel arrangements, be an entrepreneur, and ultimately how to be a professional speaker. Following that, since I was still considering law school at the time, 
I started working with law firms where I managed their finances, trust accounts, websites, HR, learned about how insurance works, how the legal system works, a lot of aspects about U.S. law, like personal injury, corporate law, real estate law, estate planning, marketing and advertising, how depositions, hearings and trials work, how to pick a jury and be a jury consultant, how terrible judges are, how being a lawyer is largely a thankless job, how people in businesses charge you more money for things if they know you're a lawyer because they assume you're rich. We call it the lawyer tax. Just so, so, so many things. And I'd say besides for the constant learning and compounding of information and new skills at the law firm, two other important experiences I had that I attribute to my success are one, as the financial manager, I dealt with seeing and interacting with a lot of big numbers constantly. And I think there's something very powerful about getting used to seeing $10,000 checks, $100,000 checks, and millions and millions of dollars moving around. Lesson here, get comfortable with large amounts of money. Because the less awestruck you are with the thought of $100 versus $1,000, $10,000, a million dollars, the easier it seems to be accepting of this kind of wealth manifesting in your life, at least in my experience. And two, there is definitely power in the saying that you will become the average of the people you hang around with the most. And for almost 10 years while working with law firms, all of my best friends I pretty much worked with and hung out with every day were smart lawyers making $300,000 to $500,000 per year. And in my experience, you will become as intelligent as the people you hang out with the most, as successful as them, and eventually start making as much income as they do as well. Lesson here, choose who you spend the most time with carefully. Sweet. While working at the law firm, I was also in college finishing up my finance degree, and as graduation neared, I wanted to prepare to use my new free time from not being in school to trying to do side hustles to increase my income and income streams. So a friend of mine at the time had some money they wanted to use to invest in real estate. Extremely long and crazy story short, we became business partners and bought a piece of commercial land with nothing on it for super cheap and built a paintball field with the strategy in mind being to generate income from the business over several years, allowing the land to appreciate and selling it for more than we bought it for when the time comes. And coincidentally, during my last semester in college, while my friend and I were working out the details for starting the paintball field, I came across an email advertising a business plan competition at my college. Another crazy long story short, I created and submitted a business plan, made the final cut, got to present to a panel of local entrepreneurs, and ended up winning. And as I like to say it, basically won 15K in 15 minutes to help start the business. Lesson here, invest time in creating business plans. So while building and working at the paintball field, I learned so many lessons and skills about brick and mortar entertainment businesses, like how to implement systems to make tasks efficient, like field setup and teardown, safety briefings for customers, fixing, cleaning, and preparing rental setups for customers, onboarding new employees, managing point of sale systems, air compressor systems, sales tax, inventory management, just so many things. This paintball field business was quite the saga, but I will say a key lesson I learned in this venture is avoid business partners unless it's absolutely unavoidable. Cool. Other side hustles I did to try to increase income and income streams was working part-time at a database management company, which was owned by one of the judges on my business plan competition panel who really wanted me to work with him on a project. Getting into sourcing products from overseas to sell on and fulfill using Amazon, like cocktail picks, foldable water bottles, and my favorite, paddle grips, because I had unknowingly infringed on both a patent for paddle grips and the logo I decided to use, this cute owl here, was similar to a logo within a similar use case that being gray owl, actual wooden paddles. Lots of fun lessons there. 
I wrote and sold some books about how to do search engine optimization on Amazon. And the law firm I was with decided to start building our own legal software like a case management system, jury selection app, and a trial presentation app. So basically the lessons from all of the above are threefold. One, ideally when you're young, work a lot of different jobs in a lot of different industries, develop as many valuable skills as possible, and FAFO, F around and find out. Amazing. So all of these experiences throughout my life, compounding over the years, were important parts of my journey to finally realizing financial success with what I've been able to do now full-time, which is teach people about financial technology, economics, blockchain, and cryptocurrency on social media platforms. My crypto journey was pretty simple. I heard about and even used Bitcoin in college a couple of times and watched the price action over the years, but didn't really have any extra money to gamble on something so speculative early on. But one day, I actually remember exactly where I was on this day because I had opened my Coinbase app to do my monthly check on Bitcoin pricing and saw that there was another cryptocurrency option listed, Ethereum. And that's when I went deep into the rabbit hole, realized the implications of blockchain technology for our future and started investing. After several months, when one of the last bull cycles was starting, I realized a ton of people were having a hard time figuring out how to get into cryptocurrency safely and securely. So in June of 2017, I decided to make a YouTube video about it, which you can watch by clicking on the link above. From there, I decided to keep making educational videos about what blockchain is, what Bitcoin is, how to keep it secure, etc. And interestingly enough, I didn't really start the channel with the intention of it becoming a full-time thing and actually didn't make any money from it for the first four years. It wasn't until the pandemic in early 2020 that out of nowhere the channel exploded. So I started allocating more time to making videos and eventually was able to turn it into a full-time venture. Amazing. So with all of my life experiences, starting to invest in crypto back in 2016, then starting the channel in 2017, and continuing to invest and create content over the next four to five years is what ultimately led to me generating a decent amount of wealth. Lesson learned here, be patient, invest in building a personal brand, and provide value to people. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this video. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notification to stay up to date on all of the latest videos. So, did you find learning about some of my life experiences helpful? Which lessons are you going to start implementing? What situations and stories would you like me to go into more detail about? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.